Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden Kibowitz. What kind of photos does a turtle take? Shelfies. Uh, <laughs> Shelfies. Nice. All right. Selfies. Cool, cool, cool. All yeah. right. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 92. My name is Scott Widenkiewicz and I'm joined by my guest, Devin Robinson. Welcome, Devin. I'm glad to connect with you. Hey, man. I'm excited to be here. Also, really quickly, my two-year-old son loves turtles, like obsessed with turtles. So I will <laughs> definitely tell him that joke when I pull out a camera. I'm going to say, hey, let's take a, let's take a shelfie and we'll see if he responds. <laughs> nice. That's the litmus I like it. test. I like that's, it. That's, that's the litmus test to a good corny joke is if a two <laughs> three year old can laugh at it, right? That's for sure. Yeah. I, I definitely let me know what happens. I'm okay, def- definitely know what, Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so quick intro about Devin. Devin uh, Robinson has grown his business, Anchor and Veil, into a high-end destination wedding business where he travels all over the world photographing weddings. Right. So he has been in 10 different countries and over 20 states, but who's counting? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's nice, but uh, yeah, who's counting? Yeah. No, I count. I have a whole map. That's cool. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. (laughs) So, so Devin's business now includes five other photographers and two cinematographers. I think that's amazing. So far this year, Devin has got over 400 inquiries has generated 110 wedding leads from Instagram alone and has reached 450,000 in revenue. Um, And one of the reasons why I sort of emphasize on Instagram is because Instagram is today's topic. So Devin also runs the Anchored Business Podcast and YouTube channel. As you as you know, as if you listen to this podcast, I uh, I'm also pretty big on YouTube. I, I f- focus a lot on YouTube content, so um, it's nice to, to uh, also chat with additional YouTube content creators. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, not uh, I'm probably not the best content creator on YouTube, but I do what I can. Not not well, quite to all, your level. It. Not quite to your level yet. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I have a level, but I'm also doing what I can. So. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's fun to create content and teach people through it. So, so good, that's, that's all that matters. Um, so Devin has one of the largest wedding photography courses in the world. And it's called the Wedding Photography Masterclass. And there's a Facebook group, which will be linked in the show notes, which I'll talk about later. Thank you. That's so, my favorite part. <laughs> Devin, what is uh, going on in your world? What's new? Hey, uh, okay. So a lot of things are, I guess, new. Uh, and I guess if we're, we kind of put a timetable on new in the past, I don't know. Uh, so I guess new in my business. So I started recently, I guess in the past, since last November. So I guess in a year I started the kind of associate program where they're not referenced as associates to my clients. They're kind of our family. Uh, but I started that and uh, there's a lot of growing pains that had to do with that. But now it's kind of becoming a well-oiled machine, still a lot of growing pains. Uh, and mm-hmm. then when it comes to new, new, I, in April, so I guess it's not, I mean, it's six, I guess we fostered an eight-year-old and then in June, we got a one and two-year-old as well. And so uh, life mm-hmm. got real crazy for us. And so things have been kind of crazy. Uh, and then at the same time, just kind of trying to grow a brand that kind of helps a lot of people, man. That's like my biggest, that, that's my heart. And I know a lot of people say it, 
you know, but like, I try to give so much to where people go, wow, this guy's actually legit just trying to help people. And that's, that's my, that's my heart, man. And so I love being able to give as much as I can. Like you said something about my course, but like, I don't even have it available for purchase right now because I just want to give, give, give. And so like, that's just, that's, that's kind of where I am right now. Yeah, no, I, I totally feel that, you know, like I've got, I've got courses um, and I don't promote them that much. And I'm constantly, constantly pushing out free content, whether it's blog posts, podcast episodes, YouTube videos. And to me, that's what it's all about. And if I make some extra income from people who care enough to buy, then great. If yeah. not, I'm, I'm happy to just teach. So yeah, Thank um, you, man. And I love that. Stuff. I love that about you as well. Yeah. Man. So cool. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about Instagram. Now, uh, before we start recording, I mentioned to you that uh, I'm really excited about this topic because I feel like a lot of people have Instagram strategies, including myself, have, you know, everybody's got their strategy, whether it's working or not. And some people just don't want to share their strategies. Yeah. And so today you're going to be sharing some, some things. And I'm really excited to learn from you about what's working for you on Instagram uh, because you are generating leads and clients through it, which is very difficult. Yeah, which is, but which, is, but which is the most yeah. important part because like a lot yeah. of people will teach so many things that are like how to get followers, how to do all that stuff. But if I'm not generating revenue, then what does it matter? Like this isn't yeah. a popularity contest, right? Like I, now you've probably heard this said plenty of times, but like I try my hardest to be as practical and making it happen. But like profitability over popularity, like I don't give a rip about like who follows me uh, if they ain't paying you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. So like I do, I do hope that like there, there are photographers that follow me for inspiration and that hopefully follow me for education. Um, and, but like when it comes to like wedding clients, I want to engage and follow in order to build and generate revenue because ultimately my bills got to get paid and likes don't pay them. So um, one thing you just mentioned, because I run in the same situation as you as a photographer who, who has clients, but also teaches photographers. <laughs> First things first, and this was not a question I had planned, but uh, I'm going to ask this. Perfect. Do you separate your Instagram accounts um, between client content and photographer content? And if not, how do you separate it on the one channel? Yeah. on the one profile. Yeah, great 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 question. So, I don't I don't use Instagram as much of a I use it more of a vehicle rather than a destination for for wedding wedding photographers. Like I want to push them where I can give them the most amount of value, which comes from back and forth interaction. And so that's not necessarily on Instagram because it's fairly one-sided. Now they can ask questions, they can do all that stuff, but I can really dive into them on something like my Facebook group. And so that's where I want to push them. And so there'll be a lot of photographers that follow me for inspiration, for things like that. But I always try to push them back to my Facebook group because I think that's where a lot more authentic relationships can be made with educational clients because I can really, or educational uh, like photographers or that type of brand, because then I can really dive in, hone in on them, ask in a group context, a lot of things. And so then it becomes relational and it becomes communal. And so that community atmosphere or that community feeling is what really builds and, and, and builds trust, which then ultimately, if you're trying to sell, builds trust, which then leads to, uh, to revenue and leads to buyers uh, because people don't, like they got to like trust and know you. And I think that can happen on Instagram, but I think that community is really fostered within something like a Facebook group. But then when it comes to my clients, as far as wedding photography clients, like brides and things like that, I, 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 
here's the thing, man, and I say this all the time, nobody cares, right? Nobody cares about what you post. Like nobody cares about the pretty picture. The only people in this world that care about the pretty pictures that I post are me and my mom. My wife doesn't even <laughs> care. Like, listen, it's the weirdest thing. Like, this is the strangest thing. My mom has somebody else's wedding photo as the background of her iPhone. And I'm like, mom, that's not even me. Like, like, like why do you have that photo? And she's just like, I love this picture, baby. And I'm like, but, and so like, I'll show, I'll show an amazing picture in like France or whatever to my wife. And she's like, oh, that's cool. You know, and I'm like, babe, what you mean? This is cool. This is awesome. And so like, <laughs> I don't even like it as much as I do. And so in the same way, like the people that follow us don't follow us like specifically or strictly for our work. They follow us for the way that we make them feel. Right. Maya Angelou has, a, has an amazing quote and it says, people will forget what you say. People will forget what you do, but they'll never forget how you make them feel. And I think Instagram is an amazing avenue to be able to um, to be able to bring that together and to make people feel something. And so people will follow you, not for not not specifically for your work, but for how your work and for how you make them feel. And so then I translate that into the DMs and things like that. So I am heavily sliding into the DMs of people and heavily doing a lot of those things to be able to generate those emotional contact points, which we can talk about in a little bit. But that's how I separate them to answer your initial question. So um, how much time are you spending on Instagram? Because... Because you know, like there's, you've got you've got a, um, a an engaged Facebook group. You've got other, you know, you've got emails going on. You've got Instagram. There's so many different places. But how much time specifically will you? Are you you're op- are you opening screen time? I'm exactly that's exactly <laughs> what I'm opening right now. <laughs> so you so know, I'm not like even gonna like lie about it. I'm gonna tell you exactly. Yeah, how yeah. Much. Uh, You know, like I probably spend um, maybe thirty minutes uh, at most. Every I, I'll, I'd have to open screen time too, but at most maybe thirty minutes a day. Uh, I've never spent more than thirty minutes on Instagram, even you know in DMs and comments and stuff like that. Okay, so now I'm really curious for you to open your screen time because I think it <laughs> adds up over time. Like I think it adds up more than you think. And so anybody listening, I would suggest you open up your screen time and then go over to you could go over to like last week or whatever. But then click on day and then it will give you your, and then if you click on Instagram or you can just click on Instagram specifically and it will give you your day average. And so my daily average on Instagram, and so I'll be honest with this straight up, is an hour and three minutes daily. Wow. Now, now I do I do bet you that a lot of people listening spend around that anyways. They And they don't make the money that I make on it. So we'll talk about that. But Scott, what do you got? <laughs> three speak. minutes. No, three minutes. Okay, okay, hold on. You had like today or yesterday. What do you have for like last week? So if you go to last week and then yeah, you go, then you click on Instagram from last week. Let's see. Yeah, let's do this, do the week and then Instagram. Okay, so uh, seven minutes is, uh, is, is the daily average for That's last incredible. week. That's incredible. Okay, so now I have a fairly, my, now I would venture to say that the average person, I would say the average person spends <laughs> a lot more than seven minutes on Instagram. Probably. Um, yeah. And so I'm impressed by you for only spending seven minutes on Instagram. <laughs> now I will I say, try to restrain myself. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say that like my average, 
a while ago when I was really heavily establishing this foundation was probably around an hour and a half to two hours a day on Instagram. Um, but like I would spend that anyways, a lot of times because it was me and my wife, like we didn't have kids yet. And so I wasn't super distracted. I was able to do doing this. Now some people do right. have kids, but I do also think that there's times where you could do this. Like, like for me, like I'll do this when I'm going to the bathroom or when I'm like just waking <laughs> up or something like that. Or like, there's so many opportunities for me to do this. Yeah. My strategy when I talk about it a little bit, so a lot of times I will mindlessly like photos, or um, but I'm always intentionally engaging. I'm never just scrolling. And so uh, I do this. So one, one big thing I say is I say, uh, you have to streamline authentic engagement. And so people are going to go, well, what the heck do you mean by streamlining authentic engagement? Doesn't that make it not authentic? Um, and so what I do is I go to, I use keyboard shortcuts. So if you have an iPhone, I can tell you how to do this. If you don't, I have no idea how to tell you how to do this. Um, so, but you would go to settings, general, keyboard, text replacement. And so I have all types of things. Like whenever somebody gets engaged, I will go in and I will write this every single time. I will go in and I will say, um, I'll type in the words dream wedding and then, and then I'll press space. And this whole paragraph populates that says, oh my gosh, so excited, swooning over that ring. Um, let me, let me actually tell you exactly what it says. I don't, I don't that, know. So, and, and that's very smart. It's kind of like uh, Gmail's uh, canned replies feature. Exactly. That you're, that you're basically creating for, for engaging in just on Instagram. It's, it's very smart strategy. Yeah, just exactly. And so what I'm, but I, I don't have to type it out every single time. Yeah. Which saves yeah. me so much time, which saves me another hour on Instagram. Because right? like, I'll yeah. tell you one thing that's been really cool. I've done this so much that on a Saturday or Sunday, right around now in this season, Every time I open Instagram on a Saturday or Sunday, the very first photo that pops up is an engaged couple that literally just got proposed to. Because Instagram, because I've engaged so much with it, Instagram yeah. goes, okay, yeah. this is the content you want to see. We're going to keep pushing it to yeah. you. And I'm like, thanks, algorithm. So many people, <laughs> so many people like complain about the algorithm. Yeah. It literally is bringing me clients yeah. because, yeah. because I've, I've engaged so much on a specific type of post, people getting engaged. I've typed in that keyboard shortcut, which is authentic. It's not like red snap. Like, you know, like it's not one of those yeah. and it's high value. So what I say is it says, Ah, so excited. Swooning over that ring. Congrats. Enjoy planning your dream wedding. If you ever have any questions or need anything, don't hesitate to let us know. We are so excited for you. With a bunch of emojis, hard eyes, hard eyes, ring, fireworks, champagne, confetti, confetti, hard eyes. You know, like it has those emojis in <laughs> yeah. it, but it seems super authentic and they always go, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then what I'll do right here, Scott. So I go straight from here, I literally go straight into the DMs and then I, t I, I, t I send one, another one that is 100% value. I go, hey, I just wanted to send a more personal congrats. Here you go. Here is a guide. And so for some of your listeners out there, you could create a sample timeline. You can create an engagement session guide on what to, like, what to wear during an engagement session. Right. All of those things you could create. And then I say, here, you can have this. This is a gift from me just to say congrats. And then I say this. I say, um, full disclosure, if you get this guide, it will sign you up for, you'll get one email over the, one email per week over the next 
two yeah. to three months and it's going to have like tips for helping you to plan your dream wedding from the photographic standpoint. It's going to have getting ready tips, family photo tips, engagement session tips, engagement session, what to wear, all types of tips. Yeah. And then I say, you can unsubscribe at any time. You don't have to hire me, but I know a lot of people find a lot of value in this and I hope you yeah. can as well. And so then they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And they all sign up for it. And then what happens over the next two to three months, I'm building trust with them. I'm building brand awareness with them. And I'm building this, uh, this, this feeling of reciprocity with them. And so then what they want to do immediately is they're not going to, nobody else has done this. No other photographer has done this. So I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one that they go, Oh my gosh, like, why wouldn't I hire them? I've seen a bunch of their work already. I know I like their work and they've given me so much value already. And so that's been really huge for me. And then I have so many other keyboard shortcuts. Like I'll tell you another story, Scott. When I, um, I, I once saw this bride and, uh, you know, like she, she didn't really follow me. Uh, and we can talk about how to get the clients and how to find brides because I follow probably about 6,000 of my ideal clients. Right? <laughs> and I'll tell you exactly how I do that in just a second. But like I, this girl didn't even follow me or anything like that, but I saw, so I live near Charleston, South Carolina, which is an amazing location. I love Charleston. Oh, so gorgeous. Ian. And they have this one venue that I love and I never shot at before. Uh, it's right on King street, like the main street. It's called the William Aiken house. And I went into the location serve. Oh no, no. I followed this girl and she was just like, just got married or just got our venue. So excited get married here. I typed in my keyboard shortcut for venues that was like, love that venue. Your wedding is going to be an absolute dream. You're going to be the most gorgeous bride. And uh, like now the, now the countdown wrote, now the countdown begins and things start, get really, start to get really excited. That night I posted that. The girl followed me, sent me an inquiry, met with her the next day, booked her. All because of me commenting on her photo and stuff like that. And so like being able to go out and also here's the thing. Here's another thing, Scott. People are like, but I'm a guy and that's just kind of creepy. I'm a guy too. Okay. Like I'm a guy and I've been doing this and it generates leads and it's generated revenue and people feel valued. They don't feel creeped out by it because we live in such a narcissistic culture that like mm -hmm. when people post on Instagram, they post in order to get affirmation. Like there's studies yeah. that are shown that when somebody gets affirmation on their, their photos, dopamine flies through their brain. So like this reward circuitry, place associated with this feeling of of joy and reward every time somebody gets likes on their photos that's automatically associated to my brand and so now i'm building that and building that and building that so then you know they say it takes somebody an average of seven times to remember your brand but if i'm constantly over and over and over affirming them and every time they see uh, anchor in veil like their photo a shot of dopamine goes through their brain now i'm not trying to like take advantage or leveraging but social media is doing that anyways I'm right. just using that for my brand now. And so like I'm, I'm, I'm creating this, this positive reinforcement and, and, and association with my brand that ultimately leads to bookings. You know, I, I love the fact that not only did you get that in this, in that particular story, not only did you get that client, but you got to photograph the wedding at a venue that you were dying to photograph at. That's exactly so, right. Um, it's, I just, I just Googled the picture of the, of the building, of uh, the property. It does look amazing. So it's, it's um, gorgeous. And yeah, it's pretty cool. And one of my um, like favorite photos from it is like chandeliers everywhere from that. So like, it was a really nice wedding that I got because mm -hmm. I commented on a photo. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, so how do you find your ideal clients? Is it just, searching for specific hashtags, searching for specific locations. 
um, or is it like following what other places are following, which is I know a common thing as well. Good question. So, um, so uh, Scott, quick question: Do you know the maximum amount of people that you can follow on Instagram? I know it's somewhere up in the thousands, but I'm not sure what the total number is. Cool. So it's 7,500 people. So 7,500 people is the maximum uh, it will allow you to. And I, if you look at my Instagram right now, <laughs> let me see how many people I follow because uh, I'm not quite sure. I think I follow 7,494 people, or 95. Um, and so because like what I do is I will actually go and things like, so I'll, Hashtags, not so much. I will actually go to location services because I know mm -hmm. where my target audience goes. So my right. target audience goes to Bank of America Stadium to watch the Panthers play. My target audience goes to Ink and Ivy, which is a bar in Uptown Charlotte, um, because my target audience is 26 to 35 professionals that are uh, that like to go out, enjoy time with their friends, things like that, and that are most likely paying for the wedding. Most, like 80% of my clients are all like, doctors, lawyers, dentists, things like that, because that's where I go mm -hmm. and I understand where those people go and hang out and, and do things socially. They don't go to like, if I lived in Green, Greensboro where, where I went to college, they don't go to like Green Street Club, which is like a, like a, a club, okay? So like <laughs> yeah, yeah. they don't go there. They go to nicer, higher-end bars, enjoy times with their friends. And so I'll actually go to those locations. So I'll go to the search bar, type in that, and I'll go to that location and I'll look at all, I mean, like the thing about Instagram is it allows you to be extremely picky with who you want to follow. I will follow my exact tar. I know exactly what they look like. I know what they wear. I know what they, what kind of purses they carry. I know all of those things. And so I can take a look at some, somebody's Instagram and know that that's my target audience. And we would all be lying if we say we couldn't do that either. Like I think right. most people know who they want to photograph. Yeah, you if you want to start doing a, uh, an hour a day on Instagram, that's like the best way that you can spend an entire week of doing an hour a day is 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 to do the research to find your your ideal clients. Yeah. Um, you know, the way that I do it is, or one of the ways that I do it, I should say, is uh, I actually start looking at my clients because I follow all my clients on Instagram and then see who they're following and see who has a family, yeah. see who just who uh, who's posting photos of their of their newborn and stuff like that. And and I will start following them. And that way I can track who's who's ready for a family session and who's ready for who's whose child's turning one and ready for a cake smash session and oh, yeah. so on. Um, so, yeah, and you can uh, and you can easily like slide into those DMs and go, oh, my gosh, I saw that if you want to. But you could be like, I just saw, you know, like now I don't think this is kind of creepy. I don't know. You could, I don't know, but you should be like, um, like, oh, what a cute baby. I have on my website, like five ways, um, to sleep train or something like that. Sleep train a newborn or things like that, which people can find a lot of value in. And ultimately that's what we want to give them is a ton of value. And so, yeah, that's what I do. And like exactly that I will actually, so a lot of people will go, okay, well, how do you find people like if they're private, uh, you know, like private accounts. And so what I'll do is, you know, like some of those, some of those people that come up in my location services, they're either in a photo with their boyfriend and I'm like, definitely them, or they're in a photo with like five of their other friends. And I know what, and so I will go in and I'll look at their tags and I'll follow all five of their other friends. And then people say, 
Well, do you follow them if they're private accounts? And my answer is 100% yes, because now that's even better. Because if they're not private accounts, then my follow gets lost in their likes, you know, as they scroll through. But if they're a private account, they have to go through, they have to go to my Instagram page, they have to approve me. And then, and so then they're more likely to follow me back and remember me rather than somebody who wasn't a private account. That's for sure. And if they see that you're following their friends, that even increases the chances that they will follow you back because then they're going to say, oh, well, I'm, I'm dating somebody. What if, what if I get engaged? Now I should, I should know this person, you know? So, yeah, and if they follow um, me back already, then they're social proof. You know, like they're yeah. social proof that I am a trustable account. Yeah, yeah. So uh, about how, on average, how many leads do you get on Instagram each month? Like ooh, ballpark. Ooh, gosh, good question, man. Uh, you know, I love ballparks, but I also am all about um, real um, numbers. Real numbers. So let me just let me pull it up right now and tell you. That's a great question. Okay, so in the last, let's see, lead sources, leads by month, um, Instagram. So in, okay, ooh, yeah, this is really interesting. Okay, so 114 total so far, and it's November. Uh, I got, let's see, January is a big month. I got 23, February 14, March 15, April, that one's a little bit lower, six leads, uh, May 7, and then so 11. So I guess I would average, oh, and then October 12, and then these next couple months are already like spiking up. And so I would say like I average at least 10, around that's 10, I was thinking, 10 yeah. per month, yeah. Nice. That's, that's, that's pretty good for, for just Instagram, which is, I, I have to say Instagram, while it's the most photo centric, uh, potential social media, you know, network for potential leads. It's, it's the hardest. Yep. It is the hardest. And so that's, that's good. 10, 10 on average is, is pretty impressive. Yeah. So every three so, days I'll get a lead from Instagram. And, and, and so you're, you're using the strategy of sending them to your, to your uh, wedding guides and, and stuff like that. Um, so while you're in your analytics, about on average, how many of those leads do you get to convert to, to clients? No, 26%. So one out of every four turn into clients, which is great. Nice. And we're also yeah. in a higher end. Like my associates start at 35, which means nobody books 35. They all book between, like the average for my associates are around 4,800, 5,000. And the average for me is uh, a little bit over 7,000. So we're still on the higher end. So if I were a little bit lower, then we would convert at a much higher rate, but we're still a little bit too expensive for a lot of people. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's obviously going to, um, you know, the p- potential people who are obviously not your clients will obviously not hire you. So, you know. That's exactly it's, right. It's, which is perfectly fine. You don't want the, you don't want the people who, who uh to, to not necessarily waste your time, but you know, you want to be able to focus on the people who are more likely to hire you anyway. hundred percent. And I'm also, sorry. And I also like, don't want to just, just because I have associate doesn't mean that I want to give them every bride. Like I want them to be happy with the clients that they get as well. Not just give them those people just so I can make more money. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and there's people that, that, uh, as, and I don't have any associate photographers in my photography business, but, um, uh, you know, there's, from, from the outside in, there's probably clients that you get that you won't connect as well with that one of your associate photographers might connect better. Yeah, for sure. So you're going to want to pass along and, and vice versa, depending on uh, each person. Um, so, so profiles, right? This is a, this is a topic uh, where 
I feel like there's so many directions you can go. Uh, I wonder if you have a strategy for color scheme for your profile or text on photos or never text on photos or uh, a specific posting schedule that you go by. Do you have a strategy for basically how your profile functions? Man, I am, I am so glad you asked me this question. <laughs> I really am. Um, I love this because what I think is the way that I do Instagram makes this completely irrelevant. Like just so <laughs> irrelevant, it's not even funny, man. Like um, I hear so many times people are like, oh, you know, like post more of yourself so people can get to know you and things like that. And I'm like, that's awesome. And then they'll say, oh, post a pretty profile so your scheme looks great. And I'm like, that's awesome. The only one scheme that I've ever uh, stayed with is like, I have one row of black and whites, the other two are colors. And like, that's it. Let me tell you, I have posted, okay, you ready? Uh, I posted four days ago. And then before that, I, this, is, uh, this is November 12th. I hope it's okay that I say the date. Yep. So I posted four days ago, which was November 8th. Last time I posted before that, October 21st. Last time I posted before that, October 15th. Last time, October 5th. I maybe, maybe post once a week or once every two weeks. And so like with this strategy, and then like, but the crazy thing is all of my posts still get extremely high engagement, except the last one because I used a copyright song. And so Instagram um, Mm. didn't allow it to go far. Yeah, but the post and, and that 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 engagement is going to be because you're engaging exactly. more than anything. Oh my gosh, exactly! Like that's the thing. It makes it makes the algorithm, or it makes how much you post completely irrelevant. I post once a week, maybe, and I still get super high engagement, and I still get an inquiry every three days because it doesn't matter. Like like I said, people don't come to my feed because of my work. They come because how I make them feel. And if I can make what I do is I go to them to make them feel a certain way. I don't need them to come to me. I'll just go to them. And that that's worked significantly better than me trying to worry too much about my my Instagram profile and it leading it yielding nothing rather than I right. go to them right. and doing and do the work. And that's just most important, I think. Um, and are you doing uh, any stories at all? Yeah, I will occasionally do stories. I do think stories. I think stories are far more. Uh, actually, engagement on stories is going down right now, uh, just because. Instagram in general, but like, uh, <laughs> because Instagram or because yeah. Facebook. And so, uh, right. I think though, but, but, but if you, if you were to take a poll and you were to ask who immediately when they open their Instagram goes to the story first or goes to this feed first. And I would say 80% right now would say goes to the stories first. And so stories are important. I have not put as much as I generally used to, um, just because like my strategy is elsewhere. But what I do is I go to stories and I will immediately go and engage on their stories. They, people post stories because the same reason why they post photos is they want to be engaged with in some way, shape or form. Right, they want, right. they want some sort of affirmation for what they just posted. Like I, I saw a study and it was like, um, I'll skip some of the stats, but it was like at least 7%, right? So I know this sounds low, but it was like 16% will post like, seven to eight or will take seven to 10 selfies before they post the one that they like. But then it was like 7% of women uh, will, will take 11 to 15 selfies before they find the one that they want to post. And so like seven to 8% is plenty of women in the world to be my client. And so like, I'm going to go and I'm going to go to the, like a lot of those people post because they, they, they find that perfect selfie, whatever they want. 
because they want affirmation. And I'm going to give them that in the DMs as well, even if that's just like cute dog, whatever, because then it's a lot more personal in the stories and in the DMs. And so like, yes, I'll post the stories. Sometimes I'll post my work in the stories, but I do tend to be a lot more personal in the stories. We'll talk about our foster children and we'll talk about me either like speaking at an event or us being on vacation or things like that because people do associate with personal brands. I think it's that it's people are seven times more likely to buy from a personal brand or buy when I think it was like when the employees of a company post rather than when the company posts. And so they buy from a more personal brand rather than just large brands. And so uh, it just converts a lot better when you can be more personal, but I think you can also just be personal by sliding into the DMS and bringing that value as well. You know, that, that's uh, one of the reasons why Imagely started this podcast in the first place was to put a, and, and the reason why we're doing it video is to put face faces, uh, and may, mainly it's me doing it for, at Imagely, but, but faces to, uh, to the company, because otherwise, you know, sure, we have a team page, but otherwise you're just looking at a company that yeah. you don't know who is who. So um, now when somebody thinks about Imagely, that they're thinking about my my ugly mug talking to them, you know, which yeah, but it's is more fine, personal, I guess. It, but it's more personal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, two other two two basically two final questions I have about about strategy. Um, one is, do you have a hashtag strategy when you do post? Which, by the way, I do about once or twice at most a week as well. Um, but um, hashtags, do you have a strategy to optimize for hashtags, or is it just go with the flow. Yeah. So I think like there's a misconception behind hashtags is that like, oh, because it allows you to do 30, then do 30. But I have heard statistics that if you do 30, then you're more likely to be like seen as like a bot account that posts just 30. And so I would suggest, I think I say 25 to 27 hashtags in your comments and three in the caption. So that's like kind of how I tend to do it. Um, Now you also want to be very kind of have like a uh, have a certain, I can't remember the word, but like uh, associate the amount of likes you get with a photo with the hashtags that you use. So like don't use hashtag wedding because that gets millions of posts per day right. on it. Use something that's more niched or more specialized. If you get like, it's like if you get a hundred, a hundred likes per photo, then use hashtags that are, uh, that are around a hundred thousand posts because then you're more likely to be on that top nine or whatever to being found. And so what I'll do is I'll do nine in that hundred thousand posts. And then I'll do nine in like the, the 200, like the 300,000 to 500,000. And then I'll do another nine in those like heavy hitter ones um, that, you know, get a, a little bit over that in the post. And that's like how I've researched my hashtags and scripted out my hashtags. I also use keyboard shortcuts for hashtags. If you are copying mm-hmm. and pasting hashtags, then you are wasting a lot of time. I will put Charlotte wedding, press space, and all my heart, my hashtags for Charlotte come up. I'll put- so, so I used to do that, um, but I was introduced to an app that I fell in love with cool. that helps me optimize what hashtags are actually doing stuff. Uh, it's called Smart Hash. Okay. So, cool. uh, and I can, I'll send you a link to it. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes as well, but I'll send you a link to it. Um, it's iOS, Android, and web. So you can even do it if you're doing something on the web. Um, that it lets you split test your hashtags and also, le- and, uh, also lets you, gives you a heat map um, wow. of what is actually working, uh, getting you engagement. So that way you know, okay, well, this one's not working. I should stop using it. And uh, also lets you research hashtags that might be related to a search term that you have that's so awesome i just it, looked it up um, 
Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty sweet. Uh, actually, if you watch the the video that's on the homepage of it, it's a review that I of I did that I did nice. of it on YouTube. They just added it to their homepage, which was pretty cool. Um, so so smart hash is what I use, but I did used to use your strategy of doing the 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 text shortcut, uh, the keyboard shortcut. Um, so so my my final question is: I noticed that uh, you have one of those link in bio links like the link tree or whatever service that you're using Uh, and there's tons of those out there so my question to you is why aren't you just linking to your website itself and adding the same content that's on the link tree link but to your website uh basically like one part of it is because i was just lazy so I, I keep it, man, I keep it real, bro. Like I will keep it 100. I keep it so real. I mean, so I totally could do that. And then I could pixel and I can do all that stuff. But like uh, one of the hard parts about pixeling is like, I don't know exactly where that comes from. And so if you look on that link tree, it goes to different parts of my website, which is great. Mm-hmm. People can click on the different things, which I could still do on my right. website as well. Right. Um, but I just did that just because it's been easier and I just didn't want to have to redo something like that. I totally could, but I just didn't. <laughs> all right well i think um i think no. I, I also don't I, I also sorry i was gonna say i also haven't like seen a lot of data from that that shows a lot of people click that made mm-hmm. it like worth it for me to go i need to do this right away I, pro- I i could even because one is better than none but i just i just hadn't done it cool um, I think what I might do for episode 93 for the next episode of this podcast is um, continue on on the Instagram topic and even maybe show people how to make a LinkedIn bio page on their own site. Um, I think that might be an interesting uh, thing for people to see. That would be cool. And, um, and maybe even do a quick demo- demonstration of uh, apps and stuff that I use um, for, for Instagram. Um, that, that way I can connect it to this episode as well. So that could be pretty cool. That would be cool, um, man. You should do it. So, uh, anything that you want to share, um, that you would like the listeners and viewers of the, of this episode to check out that you're doing, um, or any final advice you want to share about Instagram strategy? Yeah, I guess the final advice I would I would say is just do it. Like you're on Instagram anyways. <laughs> so now make it intentional and do something about it and start to seek out like even if it's just going in and following like I'll go in, I'll follow and then I'll like like the the first seven photos of that person to try to get their attention. Even if yeah. you do something <laughs> like that, like even if you do that to yeah. a couple of people, you'll start to notice that you'll start to you'll start to get more people interested in you because now what I'm doing is generating a lot of warm leads uh, because they'll come to me already preface. We already have a relationship. They're already ready to buy from me rather than somebody that's just kind of searching for a photographer. There's a relationship that's been built. So do the work because in the long run, it will work. Um, and I guess if there's something that uh, I guess anything I'm doing or something like that, the only thing I would have say is also just, you could, Join me in my Facebook group. I love the Facebook group because I just want to give a ton of value in there. I will answer just about every single question that gets answered if I can answer it. And, uh, and I, just, I just love being able to help people. And so you can find that at anchoredfb.com uh, or you could just search in the Anchored Education group on Facebook. Awesome. I'll also link to it in the show notes. So if you go to the show notes page, you'll be able to access it and, and everywhere that... Um, you'll be able to find Devin. Thanks, um, so thank you so much oh gosh, for joining the show today. Uh, I, this is a fantastic topic. I think my two biggest 
uh, takeaways that I'm going to get started on immediately are one, follow more, more target clients and two, get those keyboard shortcuts in there for act for comments. I think that is, I wish I've been doing that all along and now I'm like going to, you know, I want to hit myself for not doing it, but I can get it done. Thank you, and I man. hope everybody else who's listening gets that done. Um, but there's been a ton of value here. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, and also, if you want to, I have a bunch of uh, keyboard shortcut, like uh, things like that in my group. I have a unit section with like videos on it and stuff like that. Because I have for dresses and people on Valentine's Day or anniversaries, all of that stuff. Super easy. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so you can find the show notes, where to find Devin, like his Facebook group. You can check out his weddings, his podcast. Uh, all these will be linked in our show notes at imagely.com slash podcast slash 92. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.